0: Hello and welcome to Sofarscape. A fun-filled Farscape (laughs) fan cast by a fervent fan. And a fresh-faced first-timer. I'm Kaki. I'm Kay. And this is the story Story Sofarscape.
1: Sofarscape. Oh, we're inching toward the end of the first
0: season. We're already on episode 21 of 22. 21, yes. Uh, born to, bone to be wild, sorry. Excuse yes, me. Yes, very good. In which the uh, crew of Moya, science jock, John Crichton. Yes. Uh, along with his companions, uh, tentacle faced Dargo. Yep. Uh, earbrowed Rigel. Very good. Uh, how shall I put it? Mercurial, gray skinned. Oh, like uh that. Chiana. Yeah. Uh, wonderful Blue Zan. We learn a few uh, new things about this episode. Yes, we do. And of course, Pilot and Moya themselves. And you missed one. Who did, who did I miss?
1: The oh, Radiant Erin Sun. Oh yes, of course. Yes. Yeah.
0: Now I'm going to have to dock you some
1: points. Uh, we did a thing earlier where at the end of episode 19, which was our first two party, you made yeah. some predictions as to what would come in the uh, what would happen in the next episode. We sort okay. of forgot to to resolve that. Evaluate those. Yes. So I, I think I'm going to like instate a a point system. Okay. Uh, let me see how well you did because I have them I have them actually written down.
0: I seem to be correct about the one that Aaron was going to be chomping at the bit about uh, going. back. to rescue uh, Crichton, so I definitely got that one right. Uh,
1: And I can't remember what my other
0: predictions were.
1: Aaron was indeed the one who was champing at the bit, but you specified housemates meeting you specified right, that correct. she would try yes. that it would mirror the situation with, with john that didn't, she didn't happen no. she didn't do that at all at all so i'm gonna say i'm gonna give you half points for that okay right so five out of ten all right rigel will be rigel now obviously no points for that no like, that's, that's a, that's 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 a like, fair
0: guess that's just like saying zan's blue
1: yeah zan standing around waiting for someone to have an emotional crisis
0: also not really the... Well she, didn't, well, she didn't do very much in that episode, if I remember.
1: Well, you're actually correct there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's going
1: to be a solid 10 points. <laughs> uh, uh, and Aaron will rescue John another solid 10 points. Yes. So that's uh, uh, 25 in total. I'll, I'll have to adjust the little uh, little scoreboard. <laughs> I will dock you a further five for forgetting Aaron this time around. It is your 21st episode. Oh, that wasn't a
0: prediction.
1: Come <laughs> it on. It wasn't a prediction, but this is like... this is This is not QI. You don't get... To... <laughs> What do you mean? I'm going get- to have different scoring systems every time oh, if you're not great. careful.
0: All right. Oh, fantastic. So no, that's going to be <laughs>
1: no. But you're doing you're doing really well. Obviously, I'm, uh-huh. I'm I'm really I'm really delighted that you're that you're into it so well. Because yeah, we we do learn some new stuff about our brave adventurers mm. whom we find in uh, in, in dire straits. We uh, uh, like with a bit more continuity than we're used to from the episodes so yes, far. I
0: noticed that there seems to be uh, they seem to be working on getting a bit more of a consistent plot arc, at least. Temporarily work on it, and yeah. what I really liked about this episode is how they how they blend that together. Yes, how you have the A, B, and well C plot arcs, I suppose. One of which doesn't even interact with the other two at all. Now was- you're speaking specifically about what happens on the
1: asteroid that we're about to talk back on uh, um, back on Moya and her baby, yeah. and the the C plot with the peacekeepers. Yes, exactly, including Scorpius whom we uh, whom we recently met. In mm. fact, like it's, it's I mean it's actually gotten to the point where the story so far, should actually include Captain Bialar Crace disgraced. Uh, uh, the,
0: well, yeah, I mean, he is still mentioned in every opening crawl as you know, the, the insane, insane military, military commander. commander who is, b- judging by his hairstyle, still slowly coming apart at the edges, <laughs> he
1: unraveling, he's just fraying <laughs> like a like a like a jumper with a cat scratch in it. An apt metaphor in this household. True, true. I so, really did like those jumpers of yours. Oh, rest yeah, in the, peace. Uh, in some cases,
0: uh, well, yes, they... Uh, I mean that's the problem with cat owners you can always like recognize them by the fact that they're covered in cat hair and that they've got a little loops sticking out of their pants <laughs> where the cats have been uh, yes. delicately kneading their way uh, on their legs making biscuits on your thigh. That's the one. And so we open up with a gorgeous shot of Moya and her baby in a, uh asteroid field. Yeah. Now I've Okay, I know better, but
1: for a, a very short second, even as the seasoned veteran of uh, Farscape Oh wait, we haven't done the opening sort of music. Prepare to stop us. Okay, there it was. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) almost missed it there. Prepare for Farscape. I sort of thought that we were back in the asteroid field where Namtars' base was stationed. Oh, right. Because this is another Andrew Prowse-directed episode. Mm -hmm. He also did... uh, He likes uh, his asteroids, doesn't he? DNA mad scientist. Gosh, yes. Oh, I learned something about Andrew Prowse, that in addition to being the director of several episodes, he was also uh, a a supervising director who oversaw and helped sort of coordinate a lot of the post-production. Oh, okay. Uh, So a lot of the CGI was... Was, Influenced was a, by him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Oh. So, well, yeah, it, it's, gorgeous it, it's, shot. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, it's, it's all shot in blue. Yeah. And asteroid field being far denser than any asteroid field in actual space has the right to be. But, you know, that's just cinematic. Uh, yes.
1: No, exactly. If, if you demonstrated actual distances in space,
0: no one would be able to see anything. It would Certainly not in the pre-HD era true. And people on board are also a little bit blue-lit, because apparently they're freezing their Mivonks off.
1: Yes, everyone is uh, is chilled to the bone and wrapped in uh, wrapped in blankets,
0: because they're... In lower power mode, I suppose. Yeah. They're hiding from Peacekeeper scans, which apparently the command carrier, uh, Crazy's command carrier, is uh, undertaking, trying to hunt them down while they after they made their escape in the previous episode. Yes, they escaped the
1: Gamak base without the ability to starburst to safety because the baby can't starburst and can't move very fast either. So mm. apparently they, after escaping, they took shelter in this asteroid field, which had been
0: probably deduced as the only place where they could be hiding. Yeah. And uh, I love how they're, everybody's sitting there slightly bitching until eventually Zahn just breezes just past in the background, just like her, yeah. her light, airy lobes fluttering behind her <laughs> while she is just uh, yeah. apparently completely comfortable because apparently her species regulates their body temperature very well in most uh, environments. Chiana asks, "Like, why aren't you freezing your lady Mivonk's
1: off?" And, yeah. Well, no, my body temperature is, uh, is is just fine. I imagine that this scene caused some consternation and perhaps a little stress between this crew of actors, yeah, uh, well, because this this scene was filmed in, I think, I think they, uh, Anthony Simcoe on the on the commentary track said it was December in Australia. Oh
0: dear, so that's
1: right in the middle of the hot season. It was. It was. It was. Crazy hot, and they all had to swaddle in blankets. And Zan got to just la la, la <laughs> <with it. laughs> yeah. just breeze past in a in a nice
0: light dress. I, I didn't even see John for a while until he uh, sat, uh, he know. showed up, still in in his peacekeeper outfit, but now with some sort of cowl over his head. He's got the baldric, the baldric cap, yeah, the leather
1: the leather sort of fire helmet uh, from the other PK commando. Yes,
0: yeah, almost like uh, Scorpius's uh, little. Uh, headdress who also seems to favor uh, the uh, skull cap and the uh, electrodes on the side. (laughs) And as they are hiding from the peacekeepers, they receive a distress call from one of the nearby asteroids. They break out into a little chuckle. Distress call. Directed at us.
1: (laughs) Stupid is that? (laughs)
0: what appears to be some lady in distress who's being attacked by a monster and she's got her uh, well-lit hair curlers in or at least that's what it looked like <laughs> at first. yes she, she's getting her hair did
1: uh, she made quite an impression because yeah she talks about how her and her family were stranded there and she's the only survivor and there's a creature uh, before she's suddenly attacked and the transmission cuts out please help us please come quickly as soon as you can there's a creature here. <laughs>
0: And they have to make the the decision.
1: Uh, What are we going to do? Well, the decision is not based on altruism, but out of necessity themselves. They can't make it out of the asteroid field undetected without the aid of some charts. Yes. You have star charts. And maybe this family might have some navigational uh, uh, charts that they don't.
0: Yes, so they decide to...
1: Finally getting serious about getting those charts. Right. very proud of them. Only took them 21 episodes. (laughs) Well,
0: they have rejected several charges exactly. over the past because they were like written on bark fibers or something else and <laughs> yeah like they my home planet's not on there i think that that was still pretty good in that i john crichton episode jeremiah, what, crichton, jeremiah yeah. crichton where he where she asks him where his home planet is and he like points at the map and then he picks up a rock and chucks it in the leg it's somewhere over there somewhere
1: <laughs> over there through bloop through the sinkhole of yeah. space it's
0: so, after the opening credits, we have a somewhat distressed, well, not distressed, grumpy Captain Kreis. Commander Kreis. Yes. What's, what's his rank? Captain. Captain Cray. Captain Crace. Captain Crace. Captain Crace. Yes, Lieutenant Captain Crace. He's, yeah. uh, he's
1: addressed as uh, as Captain. He's in his in his boudoir. Who or is? No, in his office. In his who, office.
0: It's the same room actually. You can see that the whole throne we see later is on oh, off on yes, the side. Oh so, right. so, so it's the same. Uh, it's, it's the same room. But he is looking at star charts. Apparently, he's like they've got those nice transparencies again, which you see quite often. Uh. <laughs> I sort of imagine that he's doing a sort of Rorschach test,
1: going Tiger, Tiger, Birdie,
0: <laughs> Klingon bird of prey. <laughs>
1: Facing uh, David Franklin, an actor that I also remember from uh, uh, The Matrix, although the order is different. In The Matrix, I recognized him from here. Mm. Uh, he's the maitre d' in the uh, Merovingian's
0: cafe or uh, oh, yes. uh, restaurant. And shortly after, Scorpius shows up, who is apparently also on the command carrier.
1: Yes, yeah, just casually wanders in. And, like, he has a suggestion, countering uh, Kreis' command yeah. to move the, uh, the command carrier, thereby... Well, risking its safety quite a bit because it yes. wants to get close to the asteroid field and continue scanning.
0: Uh, Scorpius suggests an alternate course of action in which they want to uh, flood the uh, asteroid field with a bunch of signals to make the baby uh, panic and hopefully reveal its location. Uh, and
1: Scorpius is doing his thing again where he's looking for the pressure points. Like yeah.
0: his, his, his comment is, well, an angle that you may not have uh, uh,
1: uh, considered is, Do you think a mother would abandon her child
0: we should be targeting the baby and make it panic. And Crace, although you can tell that he probably realizes that this is a good idea, is just yeah. stubborn and petulant and flat out refuses to engage in this. My orders stand. And very quiet.
1: do you is. notice through? Like this oh, is yes. the first of
0: four scenes that we get
1: with uh, with Crace. Each time he is he is seated. Someone walks in, but each time he it, his his authority is is degraded and questioned more. And he takes it all with incredible quietude.
0: Yes, his previous bluster and angry outbursts have almost gone completely. And he is just, like, quietly crashing in on himself, I suppose. That's right. right. A, he, looks, he looks like he's having a bit of a breakdown, I would say. He did spend some time in the Aurora chair recently. Very true. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to have affected John so much. Trauma
1: is often hard to... Uh, true, to detect in, uh, in people who've suffered through it. And, like, there is some of his bluster, John, like his, his, his cackling at the irony of a distress signal being directed at them. That sort of reminds me of his, his manic laughter as they were fighting through the uh, the peacekeepers on the Gamak base. Yes.
0: Meanwhile, back on Moya, the Scuttlebots are having a little huddle. I guess they're having a dice game or something. That they- LAUGHTER <laughs>
1: I, I sort of imagine that it's those two uh, scuttlebots from, oh, they've got a secret, you know, who, who looked so guilty when, uh, right. when John and Aaron yeah, yeah. caught them. And now they've got a third friend. So they're up to, they're up to something. Yeah,
0: just like, yeah, they're just having a little uh, get-together. a little I mean, I'm almost expecting <laughs> to see some dice rolling around and maybe some car- they're playing cards or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And they're just like having a, having a wee break. And, uh... Oh,
1: shit. The camera's on us. Quick, quick. Hide the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> stash. Just- oh, no. Okay, now I want to spin off animated series about these miscreant uh, uh, Scuttlebutt, sort of like the, the penguins in Madagascar. Uh,
0: I was going to say more like a lower decks version of <laughs> yes, what Farscape. Doing Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Oh, I was about to say we should have a segment where we start to sort of hypothesize what the what the DRDs were doing, but we have plenty of segments. We don't need them all. As, as you once pointed out, we have segments at home.
0: Pilot asks Aaron to stay on board and not join the mission on to, towards the asteroid.
1: One, two, three, four to beam down, Pilot. Officer Sun, I would appreciate if you would stay aboard. All right, Pilot.
0: He gives no reason nope. and she doesn't ask for one. No. She immediately accepts it. She says, "Yep, all right." Yeah, pilot seems he almost seems reluctant to do so. But, yeah. he is, but but there's a little bit of intensity in his voice i would say that uh yeah it makes Aaron immediately acquiesce to his request and because uh, they've they've reached a sort of a level of trust between them
1: where like for no, him to ask is enough reason for her to to stay they're related now so
0: yes by <laughs> by dna true which is going to i think come well it's not specifically going to come up later on in the episode but i Very it, I, good. I did fe- yes, i did feel you're... like that a lot
1: oh you <sighs> Hey, I'm so excited to share this with you. Okay, so a plot takes place in a lovely national park in the north of Sydney. Ah, where Anthony, I was wondering
0: if it was shot in a studio or not,
1: but. Uh, they would be lucky to be able to fill a studio with quite this many plants. Although, like, I do get it. Uh, you know, you have. Uh, sometimes it is more convenient to, to cart a bunch of trees
0: into a studio. Gonna, I was going to say, it's like half of Star Trek was shot on sets like that. Right. They're uh, wandering around the planet, and Zahn is having a whale of a time. Oh, she's. She's, she's loving it. She's marveling. Uh, she's loving the sunlight. She's loving all the plants. Crichton and Dargo, on the other hand, are not in such good straits. <laughs> no. This is the most miserable place I think I have ever been. Where you see misery, Dargo, I find the end of misery. Well, to put things in perspective, Zan, you are the least thing on this asteroid that I am allergic to. The big
1: guy's got a point, my rashes have got rashes.
0: I assure you the cure for all those ailments and much more is also here.
1: <laughs> Dargo turns out to have allergies and quite gives a... a, few, yeah. a, a <laughs> and gives a, a, a whole operetta, a, a, a series of sonnets about what's happening to the various mucuses in his sinuses. Yes. Darga, daga, no, no, no. Stop it with the Luxem poetry.
0: Uh, Zahn, however, is delighted by the abundance of uh, plants, which apparently are all medicinal or at least very uh, useful. and Miraculous.
1: Uh, yes. And she's never seen a place like this. She calls it like the the goddess's pharmacognosia, uh-huh. if I'm
0: uh, recalling that correctly. That which sounds roughly really, right. Yeah. No, I didn't get... I, I heard that the word but i couldn't parse it either
1: this magnificent place is the goddess pharmacognosia
0: and i'm just here, sitting there thinking an asteroid with an atmosphere yeah that's rather peculiar so doesn't come up at all it's no. just like no we just have this asteroid in the middle of this bleak asteroid field where apparently there's not that much sunlight because we didn't see that in the shots of moya but apparently oh, there's lots of sun coming in here
1: yes so what i think Yeah, I think we owe it to our listeners who tune in for our fun banter and to rediscover Firescape to pause the podcast here and have like a 35-minute tangent about the physics of how this works. So here's my theory. Yes. My theory is geothermal. That's how there's heat. Yeah. Uh, deep internal pockets of frozen oxygen, nitrogen that are slowly leaking out through small fountains and result in a, a, so a, a the haze
0: of atmosphere. atmosphere is constantly outgassing. And is it uh, the outgassing of a still hot, perhaps uh-huh. fragment of a planetoid? Also gravity. Also not renowned to be very high on asteroids, but... Okay. Okay. No, you you're you're fine. This is why I said. I gave us 35 minutes. Anyone can can just fast forward 35 minutes. Literally.
1: <laughs> um pockets of neutronium.
0: Neutronium being neutronium being the the super dense material. Precisely yeah.
1: the the hypothetical right. uh, substance that consists only of neutrons that are touching I'll, one another.
0: Uh I'll just like Go with, it's a, spa- a space sci-fi show, and Yo, some of these things game, are going to be a little bit hand, hand-woven. Let's oh. do,
1: uh, is there such a thing, like gravity lensing? No, yes. not lensing of
0: gravity. Okay. let me put it like this. Be- I mean, if there is enough gravity on this planet to approach 1G, which it seems to be, yeah. then the asteroid field would be drawn into it, and we would have, like, this big asteroid with it, with its... Gravitational field would yes, just yeah. like be bombarded by all the other smaller asteroids.
1: Ooh, 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 ooh! Unless they're all ferrous and similarly charged. No, no, that was that was nonsense. What I just monopole, said you it? don't
0: have monopole asteroids. Uh, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> we have monopoles at home. Oh wow. Well. Uh, okay, so. <laughs>
1: Wow, 35 minutes went fast. Yeah, damn. Well, time flies when you're having fun. Not so much fun is being had by uh, uh, this creature from the uh, distress signal who Who flings
0: flings herself at uh, John. uh, Begging for help. Her blue, glowy lights in the head are now red, uh, apparently showing distress or something. Yes, flashing red. Oh, that's such a cool design. She immediately clings to him and starts pleading that her family and her friends have all been eaten. And And they're in danger. All 41 of them. And where are you from? And like, oh, no. There's a brief view of the creature i believe uh, gets uh, yeah. shot at by uh, john uh, creature disappears chased off yeah uh, and she urges them to immediately return back to the uh, transporter
1: is it is it safe because everybody's like They ask her for, okay, no, important, first things first, do you have any charge? What? No, no, I don't have charge, they were all destroyed. Okay, fine, then we're getting out of here. Like, that's their, that's their plan. We don't need Uh, that, we're gone, yeah. uh, Back to the transport, they do, like, assume to take her.
0: aunt complains a little bit because she wanted to go uh, harvesting more, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, Crichton goes, no, we have medicinal plants at home.
0: (laughs) However, back in the transporter, the critter is already there. (laughs) There's some healthy-sounding sciences. Growling, he's
1: this, this huge, hulking... Yeah, what do you, what do you say? Like, he's, he's furry, he's covered in moss. In Bark and moss and, moss a, and lots uh, of
0: shrooms growing on him. Disfigured face two with f- a second mouth. Yeah, he's kind of like two-faced, almost. Yeah. Like, so, mouth on the side. That must have been a makeup hell,
1: yeah Martin an actor that I know from oh he was the the the, the villain slash love interest in uh, in Eon flux he is a gorgeous man mm-hmm. uh, I had no idea it was him, and he is wrapped in this horrendous makeup this, yes like I hope he had fun, I can imagine he doesn't I know that Anthony Simcoe who plays Dargo and Wayne pygram who play uh, Scorpius like they said we like it was so much fun to get to play an alien on on set but it was like the hardest part of, of, of doing that is not so much the the three hours of makeup or the heat in Australia it's that everybody th- always thinks that you're grumpy because you're wearing grumpy makeup ah. and so you can be sitting around in your boxers just yeah. reading a newspaper happy Re- as a clam resting grump f- rest grum face resting grump face and then everybody <laughs> goes oh are you okay are you okay yes yes I'm wonderful so they like they they really had to go out of their way to be stupid so that people would understand how that much they fun were, they were oh, having oh wow
0: that's I, yeah it that never never occurred to me that that could be yeah right yeah. if you're,
1: if you're making just makes you look angry and scowly all the time. Then you just, are you every, okay, Mister Simcoe? Every, Is everything okay? <laughs>
0: everybody assumes that you're uh,
1: having a miserable old time. Yeah, uh, quite the opposite of what's happening with this uh, this young woman. I am Emily. How do you mean? I mean, she is she is delightful and and fearful, and everyone like
0: desires oh, uh, to protect her. Yes, I wouldn't call it delightful, but she's she, she's immediately goes a little bit on the on the damsel in distress Exa- thing. Yes, she no, lays that's what I was going for. Yeah, yes, she lays it on really thick too. I thought I've got to say, pretty convincing.
1: I mean, yes, it it, it is very thick, but uh, I I could see her like it it came from a, a place of genuine fear, just like. When you're in panic mode, replaying the same emotion over and over again in your Mm -hmm. mind and just saying the same shit again because you just have no other thoughts, like, I could kind of get that.
0: There's a bit of a fight. Dargo uh, gets smacked around quite hard. Yes. Uh, Him and Crichton do a little bit of shooting inside the transporter board, damaging some of the uh, equipment. Critical systems are are damaged and now they're grounded. Yeah, they have to be repaired. And And furthermore, Dargo is quite seriously injured.
1: Yes, as he mentioned through what sounds like a mouthful of licorice. Are you okay?
0: I've broken tarot. Probably internal bleeding. But I... Yeah, it's definitely internal bleeding. Internal bleeding. And he mentions a few more body parts, or at least organs, which he thinks that are broken or damaged. Continuing the tradition of our Farscape heroes, when they
1: go somewhere in search of something they need, they wind up losing even more.
0: Oh yes, that is a bit of a, re- a recurring trend, isn't it? Yeah, they're always worse off. As is Moya,
1: who we see her floating around in the asteroid field with her with her baby. baby beside her. It's it is little. It's like a little, shot. Yeah, it's, it's like a little
0: tadpole. Yeah, I think. About the size of a transport, although we've never really seen transporters that close to Moya, so we can't quite tell.
1: Uh, yeah, it's probably a little bit bigger, yeah. but not by not no. by much. Not nearly as much as Moya. Uh,
0: Aaron goes to visit Pilot in his den.
1: I like that they get a face to face. That's always they nice. They
0: do, yes. Uh, and Pilot explains to her that even despite that the kid's only been born yesterday, he's already being a teenager uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and refusing to communicate with mom. Uh,
1: yeah, and he's very confused. He, even though he's just born, he already understands that he's different, and that's why a uh, uh, Moya and and Pilot, in particular, P- Pilot is giving
0: voice to Moya's desires. Yeah, would at like- least we're hypothesizing that. It just could be that. Pilot's making it up as he's going along, and he's just like oh, okay. pre- so, pretending, to, pretending to give Moya agency when it's really just him in control. <laughs> oh no.
1: Yes, okay. Like a like a yeah, like a like a pretend authority figure. Like you better like you better behave, or I'll tell your father when he comes home. Exactly. That doesn't <laughs> care. That doesn't <laughs> care. Okay. So is this a hypothesis that you're that you're laying
0: some money down on? No, it's just a little fun theory to <laughs> throw out there. Uh, and Pilot asks if Aaron can go over to the baby to try and communicate with him. Yeah. Because he, th- he thinks that Eren uh, will be able to calm him down or at least talk some reason into... Uh, and to help Moya Adhiathan. understand her son. Yes. You
1: better than any of us might understand what's been done to him. If Moya were told, perhaps she could solidify his trust in her and us...
0: Her being a peacekeeper and a warrior, uh, which apparently the kid is as well, because it's an armed leviathan. That's my child? Yes. But it's covered in weapons. Yes. Because the, uh, he has a
1: sonic ascendancy cannon. The, the peacekeeper's changed its DNA. So this scene, I thought, was... I like any scene with Pilot in it. Yeah. But scenes between Pilot and Aaron, her reactions to him are so... Nuanced and yeah. attentive and 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 generous. Like, as an actor, her performance is 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 extraordinary. And she treats him as more real than any of the other actors that she mm. that she usually interacts with. Like, she has this 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 serene humor. I mean, in her character
0: as well. Right. It feels a bit like well, I mean kinship. I suppose. Yeah. That, that she she feels related to Pilot now since they yeah in the the DNA mad scientist she got some uh, Pilot DNA yes. in her. So yeah. I, I guess was, uh, I guess she, she, she feels it like that, and if she, if she experiences that directly, I, uh, I don't know, but it, it it definitely shows in how she acts toward Pilot. I would think, I would say,
1: and she feels nothing for him but affection. There's no mistrust between them. No, I mean there there have been slight antagonisms with the other characters, so she's always slightly on edge. But he's the only one with with whom she's just lowered all her barriers more than for anyone else. Mm.
0: And we get to see command of the new little Leviathan. Yeah, what a shot! It's uh, it's a it's it's all done in peacekeeper red. Yeah. And it's it, it's still got a bit of the the, the curving structures that know ah, you, you, you that. always yes. see on Moya, but the biomechanical ribbing. It's, right. But all the mechanical part is much more peacekeeper oriented. It's very angular, there's
1: all yeah. these uh, there's
0: all these hard surfaces. These touch screens poking up out of consoles, uh, still blended in very well with the rest of the surrounding, but a very stark contrast to the controls that you see on uh, Moya's control. Yeah,
1: yeah. Now I, I I thought it was great because I, I mean this design job must have also been tricky because it doesn't look oh how shall I put this it doesn't look like the the technology is imposed on the on the on the on the biological part do you know what I mean It it, yes. could, it could sort of look like it was grafted on and it doesn't it, no it it feels like this grew and like this is just how how this this Leviathan's body should be
0: yes no absolutely but it's still it's, yeah it's, it's still obvious that it's not the way that another Leviathan is it's it's yeah. new it's completely. Well, it's been re- re-DNA'd, but it's still, this is the the baby. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, we, we're going to have to find a name for the baby, but it's going to come up, I think, I mean... Oh, I mean, are you doing at, it? At the end yeah, of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at the end of the episode, Aaron is invited to name the baby. Okay, so that'll come up in your, uh, that'll be one of your predictions. Awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Oh, I'm not
0: going to predict what she's going to call it. I have no idea. No, no, no. I, I know, but... But for now, I'm going to go with Boya. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God, you fucking You piece of shit! <laughs> okay, you—you you absolute garbage person! <laughs> you fucking
0: cheese. <genius. laughs> right now, we take a five-minute intermission while Kaki tries to catch his breath. Oh, I'm
1: fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Just don't—don't don't say it again. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm definitely going to say it a few more times during this episode. Let me see if I can do it. Boy, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There you I can go. do it. It's no, fine. we're good to go. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, she wanders across the deck. There's a few little, uh, there's a few lights which almost friendly beep or burp at her.
1: Yes, because she, she needs more light and she sees, well, she... Feels attracted to a control panel where there's one light grow- glowing. Right, it's, it's
0: the typical like one one glowing d- button in the dark, and yeah. she, she wanders over there and pushes it, and the the, the systems come online. More light appears, the, the, yeah. the place lights up a bit, and we get to see more of how the bridge is designed. How did you manage to find it so quickly? I think I was supposed to. So,
1: what do you think is happening here? Why did that button light light up? You there's light there's the possibility yeah. that uh, Boya. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, <I'm sorry. laughs> that, that, that Boya is specifically accommodating her, but also I'm a I'm a UX designer by yeah. trade. So if you're in a dark room, probably the, the light switch is
0: going to be lit. Should be lit yeah.
1: so that you can find it. So then that would make sense as an as an interface. No, I
0: was I, I was I was fe- feeling uh, similar things. Like throughout the scenes of Erin uh, on the the command of Boya, she is constantly getting drawn to things. She she almost yeah. intuitively feels her way around the the uh, the command and she she finds the controls uh, the communication panel which she almost immediately finds so yeah. she just looks around and goes that's the communication panel and that's I think is because of her pilot genes uh, and they have they seem to have a natural connection to the leviathans coupled with her training as a as a peacekeeper however this is the first time someone walks onto the uh, the command of a new leviathan and i would assume oh. that there is something basically, built or programmed into leviathans to, like, you know, like, it's the start button, you know? You have to, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, no, you're right. You're right. At least to activate
1: the sort of life support human interface kind of of system. uh, Exactly.
0: And that's when your UI design comes into play. I mean, for someone who doesn't have that natural connection feel, it should be blazingly obvious where you're supposed to go. Yeah. Oh, that is very good. See, I
1: mean... I I often get stuck on the on the on the on the fact of Moya, a in general, being living beings, yes. uh, being living living spaceships. But I sort of miss out on the spaceship part because Moya barely has has anything mechanical, really that you that you see in the areas where our, where our, our people walk. Like everything you can imagine, the doors were
0: like installed later. Maybe you'd think so, yeah. And
1: you almost don't think about that being part of Moya herself. Right. You see it from the outside. And the command
0: but, controls are fondle slabs,
1: right? Well, actually, okay, so I, I previously expressed the hypothesis that those consoles on the on the command were installed by the peacekeepers, but I don't think that's the case because no. they look very similar or, or, or Boya's consoles look very similar to that, so they must have grown there as well. But there is more of an interface, which is there is there is one big light in the middle that glows and boops, and like you said, Erin is attracted to that. She, she wanders
0: uh, over, she uh, crouches down next to it and
1: crouches down.
0: starts talking to, to Boya. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yep, yeah, and it kind of turns into a little bit of a game of Simon with with the different uh, lights on the on the ground flashing up and uh, more more <laughs> yeah. beeping and booping which is it sounds a bit like burping even I'd say. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Like on on Moya everything sounds like like gurgling and
1: maybe he's inherited his mother's IBS. <laughs>
0: I mean, you know, little kids often have a little bit, bit things to get, getting to get their uh, digestive system going. It's Can always a bit relate. of an issue with uh, with babies. But she manages to uh, get uh, Boyer to shut down her his communications uh, or his, uh, his his signature output.
1: Yeah, the pilot is impressed. Why? Uh, how? How she would find it so uh, so quickly? But yeah, it's the, that combination of her pilot DNA, intuition, and her training as a, as a peacekeeper. Like these interfaces would have been designed for peacekeepers to be familiar
0: with. And it's an interesting uh, thing that happens here because there is a cut from uh, the scene on uh, Boya to uh, back to the command carrier. Yeah, and it's it's really it's interesting to see how yeah the the lighting scheme it's not the same but it's very similar. Yes, yeah, it's, the, it's, it's the the, the materials and, and as well, reds and whites and blacks and it. it it's it, it very much Peacekeeper-inspired how uh, yes. Boya is designed.
1: Uh, I think you're, you're right. Like Even the, the portal or the the entranceway to the command, it has this this metallic, almost like sort of a stargate around it with these tiles on it. Yeah. The tiles which are also around the door of Kreis' boudoir.
0: The, the, the lights on the ground, they kind of look a little bit like the red. You, you've got that big red triangle, which you also see in the Peacekeeper yes. symbol. It's not the same, but it's very similar. It's so great.
1: I, I really love that they spend a whole scene, just sort of, just look at this. This is... For... Yeah,
0: just a little, f- meet the baby. Krace uh, <laughs> yeah. is having another uh, little head-to-head with Scorpius, who is sitting on Krace's throne, or whatever it is. What are you doing here? Admiring your quarters, Captain. Quite opulent. Even by Captain's standards. He's
1: lounging in uh, in Grace's boudoir, having made himself uh, at home, sort of, and and remarks on not understanding how how some warriors choose to uh, mythologize their conquests.
0: Yes, by keeping uh, trophies around.
1: Yeah, I don't know exactly what kind of trophy he's he's sitting on, but he's sitting on there. What I don't know. He touches something. Yeah. Uh, there's 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 all these pedestals with what are they heads. They he did mention something s- about
0: things decaying. Yeah, was so, this decaying
1: flesh? This is one part where I sort of wish we had an HD transfer I, of those I stills. I wasn't sure
0: if it was like f- he's talking about flesh or if he's just talking about decaying glory or just decaying items or oh, anything like that. very good. Yes. I can't think that Kreis would be the kind of person who would keep someone's head in his office. But but we also learned something interesting here because Kreis says that Scorpius's branch of the service affords him certain uh, privileges. Your branch of the service gives you special privileges, Scorpius, which does not include disrespect of rank. Yes. So that's my prediction of Scorpius having hired the peacekeepers to work on his project or do security for his project out the window.
1: Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you didn't, like, put any stakes on the, on that one. But, no, I thought it was a very good thought. From what we'd seen on the Gamak base, it made entire sense that it would be Scorpius' Gamak base and he hired peacekeepers right. to, uh, to operate it. But it turns out it's even deeper than that. Yes. The peacekeepers have whatever Scorpius is in their in their. Ranks. It must
0: be some sort of researcher or some sort of yeah, secret project. It could be the Manhattan Project of the peacekeepers or something like that trying to work out uh, wormholes. Yeah, new so technologies, certainly. I guess that's what it's going to be. Now, this scene is the revelation about Zan that you talk oh, about. Oh are yes. back
1: in the uh, in the transport pod, Dargo is being tended to by by Zan, who's trying to encourage him to uh, to eat these medicinal herbs to help right. with his internal bleeding. Just swallow it. If
0: you want to kill me, why don't you just shoot me?
1: How herbs help with internal
0: bleeding, I do not know. No, I was wondering about that as well. But a hair curler lady, who uh, <laughs> was apparently called Emily or something like that. Emily, em- Emily, Emily. She's walking around. Apparently she's got a very sensitive nose because you can see her literally sniffing uh, Zahn. And she goes like, oh, you smell different. You smell yeah. like outside. <laughs> so uh, at first she's she's sort of sniffing
1: Crichton's uh, leather armpits. Yes. I thought, oh, kinky, but, you know, whatever you're into. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Emily is played by Francesca Buller, who is Ben Browder's wife. Oh, yeah wow. she, like, she saw that her husband was having fun. She went to the auditions and she was, That's she cool. was picked. Yeah. And
0: she notices, yes, that Zahn is different. Zahn goes like, well, yes, of course. Your olfactory senses are very good. I am also Flora. Apparently Delvians are... Plant based. Their flora evolved. Their flora yeah. evolved, and which Dargo, everybody knows, are flora evolved <laughs> yeah. while he is writhing in agony from his internal bleeding. <laughs> He's um, not quite so down for the
1: count that he can't give a snide com- comment to, mm. to his friends. A little put down to uh, towards John, who
0: seems to be rather taken aback by the whole prospect. Say what?
1: <laughs> Didn't you know? Know what? You're a plant? Always have been, John. Why does it bother you? No, it doesn't bother me. I just never
0: suspected.
1: It's been a while since we've had him marveling at some some space weirdness. I wouldn't the- call it
0: marveling. He seems almost upset by it. I would say
1: at first, like he, yeah. yeah, he does this this sort of double take, like, yeah, like you're a plant, you're a plant, you're a vegetable. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and I like that Zan takes it in uh, in good stride. So they need to go outside anyway to fetch some more uh, some more herbs for, uh, uh, for 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 Dargo. So yep. they uh, uh, they all go together, Emily and uh, and John and Zan. And Zan takes the time to satisfy John's curiosity. I really yeah. like that. Like that, the yellow highlights on her skin are uh, stomata for the wicking of water, uh, and, and uh, she has fibers instead of bones. And now
0: he goes like, "Oh, no, and now it explains why you like the sunlight so much. It's photosynthesis." Yes. Uh. <laughs> It's called a photogasm. I'll get a mop and bucket. Like, being the good adventurers they are, they immediately split the party. Uh, Zan goes off to uh, (laughs) go plant collecting. Emily runs off to, I don't know, do her thing, leaving John kind of like, okay, who am I going to stay with? Because they heard the noise
1: from the creature and uh,
0: Emily darted off in... And she warns them because she can smell it, apparently.
1: Yeah, oh, yes, very good. Her excellent uh, olfactory senses. Zan assures John that he should go and uh, fetch Emily. She's almost done here. And it's, yeah, it's a bit of a horror trope. But left behind, Zan uh, is stalked by this creature and she conceals herself. Yes, she has
0: a cloaking device. Yeah, she just sort of stands very still, holds her breath, and, a and turns invisible. Visible, yes, although that apparently does not save her because she is. Jumped by the creature,
1: yeah. We uh, we now get a nice, good close up on him. He's got uh, tendrils growing over his face. Multiple types of yeah. uh, mushrooms growing one out of his one and head. a
0: half mouth.
1: Yes, that part is so weird. He's got either an extra mouth on the side, or his mouth is really extended to the side.
0: Yes, it's kind of like almost like he's going through uh, what do you call it? Mitosis? No, fission. Yes, fission. No, m- mitosis. That's, your, that's yeah. What you're, yeah, like a cellular cellular uh, uh, division, right? Or, or that he's going to try and become a president of the galaxy.
1: I don't. oh oh Zephyr Beeblebrox yes. from yes 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 <laughs> with his extra with Hidugas his extra head the galaxy oh deep cut very good uh, yeah we've seen her use like a, a shroud to protect herself before from the Vukarian blood trackers mm, yes but oh oh yes since then she's she's leveled up
0: she's oh that's right 10 now. yeah she became a bigger so this a bigger priest
1: be, I am now a Pau of the tenth level able to protect. <laughs> yeah, she, she's gained an extra point of proficiency And now her shroud is uh, uh, is also able to conceal her visually Yes,
0: yeah, she gained a new feat when she leveled up <laughs> um,
1: She's caught John returns back to the uh, the transport pod uh, Hoping that either Emily or, uh, or Zahn have returned
0: Yes, Emily has returned And explains to him that the creature must feed But he won't have killed Zan yet Because he has to take her to the feeding place
1: Yes And uh, she
0: knows where it is and so, okay. So tell me, no, you can't. But I can't tell you. You, you just have to know, which is yeah, a bit yeah. peculiar. But uh, apparently, you have to smell it out or something. Uh, Dargo is concerned with Zan. Says that uh, I am much, much better off than she is. So yes, you. I'll stay here. You go and uh, hope and rescue the cre- uh, Zan from uh, the creature. Very brave, uh, Dargo. But yes,
1: he likes. He likes choices where he has to sacrifice himself.
0: I guess so. Yeah. See, it's like he's an eager sacrificial person. Emily and John go to find the feeding place, which is apparently quite gruesome because there's like something there. There,
1: yeah, there are piles of like rotting, rotting meat. It and must smell horrible. John is asking about the uh, the girl's family. She's kind of out of it at this point. She's very yes. quiet, and she says that. I mean, I noticed that. She says that this, this is, is
0: where the eating is done. very passive. And John is completely uh, unaware of what's going on behind her as her blue hair turns, or or her blue head pots turn red again. The little stingers, which I noticed immediately on the first time we got a good uh, close-up of her, start, start extending her... Bone hair starts growing out the the crest on her back rises up yeah uh, she she has this whole physical
1: transformation because i mean we haven 't even really talked about what a fantastic alien creature design we have here again it 's not just someone with a with a forehead and some spandex and, and well and six there's, inch it, there's pumps. a lot of
0: forehead going on here, but yeah it's it, there's much more body shots of her where yeah a, a spines kind of like spraying out up out of her her scale plates or whatever they are her
1: uh, her teeth narrow to points like she just transforms and and attacks John
0: yes, and I 'm not quite sure what happens there, but
1: well, guess... they are come upon by the, by the creature, yes, who John at first shoots at, ignoring the transformation of, of Emily. The, the The gun is pushed out of his hand by the, by the creature, and yes. the creature chases Emily off before telling John
0: to stop.: I am not your enemy. <laughs> he can barely speak it's his growly voice and he's like a, <sighs> labored breaths martin sokas
1: is such a lovely actor he's such a wonderful performer and then he chooses this this like I don't, I don't know. Like a like a like a like a homeless farmer having a stroke. I'm sorry, I've just offended like three different types of people. I don't, mean, <laughs> I don't mean to be people rude to people experiencing homelessness or agricultural experts or people suffering medical conditions. But gosh, I, I just can't describe it any other way.
0: He does look a bit like a vagrant who has uh, been growing uh, uh, mushrooms under the bridge for too long. <laughs>
1: Yes, yes. After another scene with uh, 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 Scorpi and, uh, uh, and Kreis, I think this is number three. Yes, where yep.
0: Scorpius has now moved on to the point where he's directly giving orders to the uh, crew. Still being very subtle about it. Yes, the yeah.
1: crew appreciated my suggestion.
0: Yes, and Kreis uh, ordering him to un- undo his orders rather than go to the bridge himself. I notice that, yeah, Crace is always in his quarters. You never see him out yeah. somewhere else on the ship. He's like, he's completely withdrawn there and he's just giving orders through his command staff and yeah. despite the fact that Scorpius is very clearly undermining his authority at this point.
1: Yeah, I, I wonder, like I would actually, even more than the, the 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 Penguin DRDs, I would like to see more of what's what's going on with Crace. With like how has he been processing the trauma of his torture? Right.
0: I mean, he wasn't particularly sane to start with and like getting tortured like that would have probably not uh, improved his condition.
1: Yeah, but it's so I mean it's such a bold dramatic choice that his response to this uh, this trauma is not to become like even more uh, uh, audacious than he was before, but instead to withdraw like this. Mm. It's uh, it's an interesting transformation of his character. Speaking of transformations, like uh, our expectations of the creature are are quite different. We now spend a weekend at Bernese.
0: Yes. Uh, I was going to go with, yeah, Bernie <laughs> or Brutie or something like that, yeah. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: I so you've done, got I'm, Emily and Bernie. Yes, I noticed kay. that Bernie, but that's like in a different uh, short film. It's a, oh, that's Pixar. Yes, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm picking your stuff up quite slowly today, I've noticed. <laughs> Please stick with me, I'm doing my best.
0: Where uh, Zahn is uh, happy as a bug in a rug as they are walking around the lab, uh, which is apparently Bernie's uh, secret base Bernie. or whatever it is.
1: Pad his, Pad his
0: medicinal dispensary, who turns out to be a botanist who is working on this planet to harvest all the beautiful plants that they have here. A
1: pharmacobotanist, botanist, and, and and he is. I mean, Zahn is in awe of yes, his they a house collection. On fire. Yeah. Did he strike you as a weed dealer? Yeah, she said you were the monster. Oh, yes, my
0: parents believe so too, but it was just a phase all children go through. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, the mushrooms were a bit of a giveaway. But, right? I mean, uh, just like, it's a head shop, right?
1: Totally. That, is, that it is totally
0: a head shop. Uh, <laughs> like he's he is, talking about, oh, the medicinal purpose and we can
1: cure this. And no, he, you're here for the good shit. And, and he for has the... been,
0: like, indulging in his own produce <laughs> quite exactly. a little. That's
1: why you're slurring like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it's due to the thin atmosphere, which, I mean, makes sense if you're on an asteroid, as we talked about for 35 minutes earlier on.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm glad that we resolved that. I mean, yes. NASA would be proud of us.
0: <laughs> they should hire us to do their missions. <laughs> uh,
1: but you—you you already have a job, and that is to write the future
0: episodes of Farscape when this is completely rebooted. Okay. I'll be uh, glad to serve on the writing team for a Farscape reboot.
1: We learned that uh, Bernie was from a, a research team. Oh yes, and that his ancestors seeded this asteroid with these uh, with these plants.
0: Uh huh, and that they—the uh, research team, which has come here, which apparently included his family as well—has been killed off by Emily, who yeah. is now turned out to be the monster. So it's sort of
1: like uh, it's sort of like Aliens reversed when when it turns out that Newt is the yeah. dangerous one.
0: Well, it's a bit of a he said she said thing at this point now. They're they're both have been clearly threatening and clearly yes, helpful right. at certain points and yeah, there's quite some animosity between the two and they're, it's obvious that they're trying to turn it around a bit but they're also keeping a little bit of the Mystery in is like who is the actual bad person here?
1: Yes, everybody's trust level is sort of dipping and raising again because yes. Zahn
0: is just besotted with with Bernie. Yeah, she, she 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 trusts him implicitly. She marvels at the shrink unshrink device that he displays uh, to her. Unshrinking yes. some plant, uh, which she immediately is invited to pick as many fruit from that as she uh, needs. Because that was the medicine that uh, that Zan was still uh, still looking for. Mm. I thought you wanted broker seeds to arrest the infection.
1: I can't find any, unless I'm looking in the wrong place.
0: You are. Let me show you. And he Sorry, let him. me do it correctly. Yes, you are. Let me show you. Yeah, the Australian accent was very thick underneath the slurring. <laughs> That's
1: mean to Australians. But yes, he has a he has a shrink ray and an unshrink ray. And now they have plenty to help Dargo with, whom they want to go and help. A deal is struck whereby Bernie is quite willing to uh, to help them leave this place if they'll take him along. And...
0: His samples, sample because he has star charts, star charts, at asteroid last. charts, because like asteroid charts aren't, aren't obsolete the moment you've printed them.
1: Time for another thirty-five minute <laughs> digression
0: about what do we think they are. So, what would be useful?
1: Like maybe maybe chart has a different definition. Maybe it's a gravitational model.
0: Yeah, it might just be. Uh a complete mapping of all things, but I mean that's like that's not even a three body problem that's a ten thousand body problem, which would immediately lead to uh, maybe oh
1: oh oh maybe there is space math that can actually handle that if oh. you have certain types of information, yes, if you have certain like sort of uh, almost like cryptography. problems that are impossible to solve unless you have this one key number that Uh, can help you, uh, then everything falls into place.
0: Maybe that's what they have. And they hope to use them to sneak out of the asteroid field under the noses of the... The Peacekeeper uh, command carrier. Zan and, and Bernie go to, to help Dargo. Yeah, and I didn't quite catch, catch why they split the party here again.
1: Well, Bernie insisted that John stays behind with his weapon to chase off uh, Emily and protect oh, the samples.
0: Okay, because apparently, why would Emily want to destroy the samples? But, you know. I don't know. No. I don't know. Well, we find out a motivation shortly. Emily doesn't each
1: show up and has been here all along as she tells uh, as she tells John I've heard everything that he's uh, that he said about me and you need to know the truth yes john is properly skeptical and uh, suspicious holds her at gunpoint restrained that he doesn't immediately shoot her
0: but you know I she's th- showing restraint as well yes very true despite being in quite I mean distress. Uh, she explains that. Do they explain what she's eating? That she's the the one who's eating the bones. Did oh yes, that's that been at exposed point? at this point. Yes. John Emily's
1: a calcivore. She's a feeder of bone. So she was going to eat me. Yes. Just your skeleton. The flesh is left to rot.
0: Hence the decaying meat at the uh, uh, at the at the eating place. But she explains that uh, her ancestors have been dropped on this. Planetoid by Bernie's ancestors in order to yeah. destroy all animal life so it would be a better place for the plants to grow and that they have slowly been growing hungry and dying and resorting to cannibalism what a, and what she an is the last one left. Nightmare. Yeah, so we learn a little bit more about Bernie not being quite so pure of heart and motivation. Benevolent? Was <laughs> oh, that what you were yes, going to say? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say but we're going to stick with it. Eren <laughs> finally powers up Boya's uh, weapon. Ah yes, the Sonic like ascendancy cannon. there's a little bit of uh, technical uh, blah blah techno babble
1: deionization charge complete direct composite capability enabled vaporization charge imminent Oh, it's sort of like she did with the uh, with pilot Bopit back in uh, uh, 117 through the looking glass when John gave her all those instructions. And it's just like, no, I all know, already know that. Turn the left dial, yeah, yeah. The green crystal. Rotate blue crystal, trim yellow disc, extinguish orange light, open copper rods, black pound pressed halfway, dial try connector open, hot progression, purple green, orange gold lights, green knob. Maximum thrust. It's going to be harder to doubt you in the future. Well, I apologize for my strengths. Like, she just knows all these Although this procedures. Although this
0: is more technical, though. This sounds yes. more, more mechanical that they're talking about rather than... Uh,
1: yeah, vent the ion wash and then charge this and then degauss that and then now we're and, ready to uh,
0: to power up. And she pulls four levers on the controls and, yes, we see the, the big gun on top of Boya. Slowly glowing up in red and uh, coming online, I sp- can only presume.
1: Now, Rigel is suddenly interested for some reason. Rigel and uh, and Chiana are in pilots. Then maybe huddled together for uh, for, for warmth. Erin makes uh, makes the comment that she feels at home there, and uh, Rigel says, "We couldn't be happier. Honestly, you deserve a home where you're wanted."
0: Uh, Although I- he immediately starts inquiring if uh, Boya is fast and if it could be could be used to escape.
1: Moya has been for as long as I can remember our protector our home, our companion, and our friend. Amen. However, as relationships grow, they also change. Do you think we can trade her for a faster vessel? Yes, they're uh, they're trying to sort of be subtle about that. Is he fast?
0: Mm. Rigel is not being subtle about it.
1: Faster than his mother.
0: Hey, for Rigel's standards. Okay, that's true. You can you can th- see that he is just already planning on how he could make his uh, escape with Boya and uh, get back to uh, Hain- the Hynerian homeworld or wherever he wants to go.
1: Uh, yeah, returning back to his uh, his home planet to challenge the uh, his cousin Bishan with a sonic ascendancy cannon might seem like an attractive option. Yeah, for, uh,
0: for him, even right though now. it's ten thousand. Planets, as well, I mean, I don't know. We if don't know you- how many thousand planets
1: or how many planets. It's it's six hundred billion subjects. Oh, okay. oh it
0: was Trow. It was the Trow. They had ten
1: thousand planets. The imperfection is yours. That was it. On the transport pod, Dargo is back on his feet.
0: Yes, he's like, doing remarkably well now that he's been healed by the plants. I am completely healed. He apologizes. He apologizes. Did yeah. you, do
1: you notice that, to, to Bernie for his uh, his suspicion and his bigotry toward the uh, mediciners in general? He has been betrayed before, yes. which seems like a bit of backstory that would need some more expanding
0: on. Mm. I've been prejudiced in the past due to charlatans. Now, No offense taken. He does actually proclaim that he is healed completely. Yeah.
1: Like, like, okay, got, like his,
0: his power meter is full again or something. I don't know how that works with uh, Luxons. They must have like one of those on-screen indicators like you have in video games that they are now at 100% <laughs> yeah, health and that they can... Uh...
1: <laughs> now that he's taken off his green contact lens he can see his HUD again...
0: <laughs> John shows up at the pod. Uh, yes, and starts explaining how things actually are. He attacks Bernie, holds him at gunpoint, informs yep. the
1: others of the, the the unethical, inhumane actions of Bernie, and of course her his like. He kept it secret from them. Yes, he concealed this from them. He is unworthy of their uh, of their trust. But they still want to leave. They want to get his uh, his star charts. So uh, John offers to take uh, uh, Bernie back to his lab. Yep. And Zan says, "Well, maybe it's better to have a cooler head behind the behind the trigger." Yes. Which. Fair, right? Uh, True. We know that she can. She's kicked more ass than Gianna has sat on. John is cl- clearly upset at this point, and so off they go. And now we have the final scene between Scorpius and 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 Crace. Crace is once again in his uh, in his quarters, Eating. having dinner. Yep. Do you see the? the terrible cutlery that he has to work with. It looks like a bent knife that he's using to <laughs> stir porridge.
0: I'm, I'm, I was more interested in the uh, peacekeeper pork pie that he was having on his uh, <laughs> yes. desk there. That, sounds, that looked far more interesting to me. I was trying, hoping that we'd get a close-up of that. But, uh.
1: I love the presentation of this meal. Like there's, there's every, every, every dish has its own little plate. It's yeah. very discreet. It's sort of like... A, you know, it's, very sort Jap- of like it's very Japanese. Very yeah. Japanese. I got yeah. that as well. But yeah, no. black and red you very quickly think of Chinese, lacquer, Japanese yeah. lacquer on a, on a, on a table that Scorpius walks around, casually dragging his fingers across it, pushes a button, the table lowers, and he kicks the tray aside. Yes,
0: Scorpius is done with playing nice. He is, like, done with craze. You are unfit for duty by any measure. I personally intend to see you stripped of rank and office. So you can take command of my carrier? I already have.
1: And Crace finally snaps. He, he lurches at, uh, at Scorpius, doing what he probably yep. wanted to do for quite All a while the time. now. His restraint slips. He slaps him around, knocks some of his trophies off.
0: Fight goes back and forth a few times uh, between the two.
1: Scorpius is never in trouble. You can see Scorpius looking almost bored while he's being throttled. And while he's being knocked against one wall, you see him like casually flip a lever to, uh, uh, to, to get some other table to rise again. Right.
0: Although he does lose his cool. Yes. He very much loses his cool. He's, he's, he might be unfazed, but he is, he is, his voice changes. His eyes get even yeah. more his, his He goes growly and angry. And this is the first time we see him being anything but cold and calculating. Yeah. He is angry or I don't know what it is that causes this because he didn't seem to be in trouble in the fight. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he pulls, almost effortlessly it looks like, uh, crates his hands off of his neck, yep. lifts him up. But only after he gets that angry thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then asks, Why must you force me to display my physical superiority to your kind as well?
0: Uh, your so, kind. Yeah, so he hasn't done this. So he's like, maybe not a peacekeeper or maybe... He just works. Again, he just works with the peacekeepers. It's it's very unclear what. He's it is. enticing, isn't but he? But yes, he puts uh, his literally his boot to Krace's neck, and basically Krace concedes at this point. It's like, yeah, do what you will, give your commands. Uh, I
1: wonder. How many people who were young when this came out and who are now the, the healthy and enthusiastic members of the BDSM community wherever they live <laughs> had their awakening when Scorpius had his boot on, 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 on Craces? Oh. Yeah, there's. I mean, Farscape has been described by by some people as uh, an American jock's descent into Australia's BDSM underworld. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of uh, that showing here, especially with his. Th- I mean, John's got his leathers on yeah, again, and Scorpius with his uh, thong skull
1: cap. John arrives at the uh, at the medicinal dispensary, yep. uh, finding that Bernie is injured. He's been attacked by. Emily yeah, and, and who took
0: zan away and you have to okay, go to the you, feeding ground did you fall for it no, I was just like, why now would she did- be interested in Zahn? Very you know, good. I was just like, See, next.
1: <laughs> I was completely even this time around. I was kind of fooled by, by Bernie because I was sort of primed for oh, we'll we'll just have another reversal of sentiments like we're we're yeah. against Bernie now. No, that was what just- they were g- going
0: for. But yeah, it's was such like, a great fake out. Yeah, why would they like? She would be more interested in eating Bernie, not in Zahn. It's yeah. like that's no, I I, I caught that one. Uh, John take- doesn't because it- he he walks all the way
1: out to the feeding place and then he sort of realized, bo, but uh, but.
0: Uh, wait <laughs> idiot <laughs> I've been hard uh, <laughs> he's he's so gullible I like that about him that he that he recognizes that we have another weird moment with Rigel being handsy again apparently that he's hud- well, yeah <laughs> he's huddled with Tiana uh, again and she threatens to uh, break off that I don't know if she says hand or whatever body part that she's talking and use it as a keychain or something if she doesn't keep it to himself. If your hand is still
1: there in one microt, I'll snap it off and use it as a good luck charm. Aaron? Sets everyone straight. She says, Tiana, can you come over here for a second? Yes. Grabs them both by the ear, lobe or brow, Brown. respectively, <laughs> yep. and informs them that nobody will be talking about abandoning Moya. The,
0: no, the, 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 we're not going anywhere with Boya. We're all staying put. We're not, uh, none, not having any of this. It's like two squabbling kids are being are. hauled together, and mum is going to set them right.
1: Moya will not leave here without her offspring, and he will not leave without her.
0: When does that leave us?
1: Very close to being thrown off this command if you don't shut your wacket hole. home. I mean, they've, they've been established as a as a as a family, and you know, I guess I always thought of of Zan as like a as like a dead mother, but she's even sort of standing above that. Zan is a is more like I don't know a matron of the clan. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to mm-hmm. say, like, not ageist, no, no. Although she is older than uh, than most people there, no, except for Rigel, I think. But she doesn't have very direct relationships with people. She she tries to guide them. She doesn't do yes. any disciplining. But Aaron does. Uh, Aaron has taken a more uh, directly maternal role here. Yeah, as you say, like
0: the, the, the mother wolf disciplining her uh, unruly uh, youngsters. Cubs, yes. Um, Emily is now back uh, with Dargo and is, sh- again, showing great restraint uh, to herself. She's, like, used the last of her calcium to be able to present herself in her chilled-out form. Uh, yes, because the yeah, she has her predator
1: form when she gets hungry. Yeah. I mean, that's why Dargo is suspicious. Like, I can see you're chilled out. You, you have eaten? eaten.
0: Yes. He immediately, um, jumps a to that smart conclusion. Cookie. Yeah, she she says that she spent her, spent her last of her calcium to uh, be able to present herself like this, but it doesn't last long. Her predator form starts coming out again almost immediately. Yeah, we're we're sort of worried for Dargo's safety. Certainly, this close to the end of the season. Right, he does have his uh, Keyblade with him, so he's uh, keeping it uh, in check. She pleads with him to help him help her out, take her to my place, back to my people. I will have to starve in the, uh, during the period, but she p- pretty much begs him to uh, take uh, take. Her along with him with them,
1: and he offers an alternative solution that there are creatures out there called peacekeepers. Yeah, there's who... 10,000
0: of them, and they're going to be showing up soon, and they'll be all for you to eat. No one will regret their passing. Yes,
1: wow, that's a harsh thing to say about like
0: a civilization. She, again, with showing great restraint, agrees to like starve in the meantime until they come, as long as she promises that they will. You can have as many as you can lay claim to. How do I? How do I get that? They're coming soon. As soon as we start the engines and blast off from here. You, you, you promised. Thousands. I, I, I
1: will. I will control my urge. That was kind of, and, and now she's back to the sort of damsel in distress kind of role. Yes. she she is a girl. She is a young woman. She is ultimately quite trusting of him. Yeah, this is her good nature coming coming through. He could have lied to her.
0: Yeah, and she's clearly not the monster that Bernie is trying uh, to make her out to be, because she is. At, uh, all points showing restraint. She doesn't want to do this. She is just she's literally starving. starving. And yeah. uh, what can you do? Yep. Like the, the
1: the slow horror of it degrades even the most the most noble among us. Yep. The, I mean, the real monster is clearly Bernie. Our, our expectations were correct. Yep. As John uh, as John surmises, when he can't find Zan, uh, it wasn't Lee who took out Zan. So nope, he's it was poking you. through the various. Where have
0: you? Where have you her? He makes jumps to the conclusion that his he's used his plant shrink ray on uh, Zan, or at yep. least he suspects it. Until he finds the the, the, the the right test tube with Zahn in it, with Zahn's action figure, I think that was yep. a
1: prototype for her action figure. Oh figures. wow, that's cool! <laughs> I'd like to think. I mean, I, I've actually never seen the action figure, so I don't know. But uh, yes, Bernie is uh, is is actually Bernie is kind of doing a Namtar. You know, he's he's saying, but if we can study this uh, this subject, then imagine the medicines and well, we know that he's a drug dealer. like yeah. he is definitely because uh, he, he
0: wants a Delvian. He's always wanted a Delvian since ever since he heard about them, and now he has a Delvian for his collection, and he wants her in. There. Until today, I could only dream of solving such an incredible species. And uh, isn't that worth a sacrifice? Yes, well, not to
1: her, is what uh, John says. Uh, he activates the, uh, the beam. I like that he sort of struggles, like, come on, John, you know how to do this. Figure I, yeah. it out, figure it out. Okay, I can do this, Dan. I can do this. Damn, where's the button on this thing? I can do it, I can do it. There's a, there's a brief scuffle when the beam is activated and Bernie falls through the beam. Gets cut in
0: half. ooh
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a weird line here where, where Zan is restored and John asks, what am I looking at? Yeah. And Zan says, justice.
0: Yes, Zan is quite, well, not... Happy with the outcome, but she's not particularly unpleased with it either. Do you think she was conscious when she was miniaturized? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, right? she she, it, she, she goes like, like oh, she I'm just a little bit woozy here. Weird uh, sensation. But she, uh, she's apparently uh, clearly been kidnapped. And uh, yeah, with Bernie now cut in half, things are more or less resolved on the planet, I suppose. All done! As they are on the, uh, the command carrier. Where we see Kray sitting in his room. Uh, this, his lieutenant or whatever it is comes walking in tells them that the uh, scorpius, that scorpius has, taken, has over. taken over and he's just like yeah let him yeah yeah he's like he's given up this uh,
1: was a great like it's shot from outside the room through the door and you just see Crace sitting at his table like he puts his head in his hands it's a it's a single take scene i mean i i i love uh, the performance of uh, uh, of the lieutenant here yeah i await your orders sir my orders he is he is quite forceful. Like, David David Franklin described it as, okay, he was hired to be just a peacekeeper, just like he, uh, we've seen uh, Lieutenant Teague before, uh, Lieutenant Orne previously on the command carrier. But when he came in, he decided, I'm going to act like I'm the most important person in the room. It's yeah. kind of a bold choice for a subordinate.
0: Right, but he's clearly testing the water. As you yeah. see, like, has, his, has the captain indeed become unfit to lead
1: ah yeah sort of yeah like to whom do i give my loyalty now right And
0: am i going to have to yeah decide that the captain is no longer uh fit to be in command and exert whatever powers that uh, subordinates have in these circumstances
1: yep i mean he doesn't even need to because chris has just given up
0: yes and that that clearly tells him like okay yep Right, right, we're listening to Scorpius now. We get the uh, the final
1: scene between uh, between John and and Emily, where Emily assures him that she can she can hold on, but she needs to feed, feed to feed feed now. now.
0: And they go like, "Well, Bernie over there. Bones, <laughs> we
1: have bones.
0: It's the circle of life." <laughs> yeah. There's an interesting comment there when uh, Emily uh, starts uh, snacking on uh, Bernie. Yeah, where John they, looking on in horror. Um, and they, they make a comment about uh, there's so much cruelty in the world. And I'm just like, what do you mean? There's like she's just eating. I mean,
1: yeah, that's not got very I mean, little to do with the, cruelty. Maybe the, the, the cruelty is like she is of an intelligent species who eats bones, right? Yeah. How is and that can, worse than eating flesh? I know that we do that, yeah. right? Uh, but we have the option not to. Right, I suppose. we can subsist on a on a on a vegetarian or vegan diet. I like, suppose it's, it takes
0: some consideration. Right. I suppose she's a pure carnivore in that regard. Calcivore, I think, is described right. like yeah. she's. I, I mean, wonder
1: if you just give her some chalk.
0: Yeah. No idea. Well, I mean,
1: no, they have the predator mode, so they right. clearly must compete for uh, for the calcium on their on their yeah. on the normal food chain. Oh, thirty-five minute
0: digression. What do you think? Yeah, make it thirty-two. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, we'll time warp through that and we're back on, uh, back on Moya where everyone's pretending to be cold in the, in the heat of the Australian summer, um, fuming with jealousy over Zan, who gets to wear just her, her nighty.
0: But they have the star charts and they start making their way out of the asteroid field, I believe. They
1: actually stand a chance now. These, these charts are excellent. They have a way out. The excellent trajectory charts you've brought back will allow us to negotiate our way out of this asteroid field. Thank you, pilot. Pilot wants to convey to Aaron oh, uh, yes. Moya's gratitude by asking her to... Name the baby. Yeah. Moya! <laughs> okay, so that's already been done. Yeah. Well, thanks, to her, thanks to her intervention, communication between, uh, between mother and son yes. is much better. They're understanding one another and they would be honoured if she would
0: choose yeah. Boyer's name, so which will she, not be Boyer, she can put uh, Leviathan Family Counseling on her, <laughs> on her uh, resume. So may now, <laughs> yes, that's <the> one. <laughs> um, yeah, we're uh, that's the last we see of them on this episode. Uh, we do see Scorpius prowling around uh, Bernie's laboratory.
1: Yeah, he's in the uh, in the herbal dispensary and. Uh, yeah, the,
0: the the lieutenant in his in his wonderful black uniform yeah. brings uh, brings out. We found a survivor, and Emily throws herself onto Scorpius with a oh. She immediately back into her damsel routine again. It's like oh, they killed all my friends and family, yeah. and and meanwhile she's got this like your bones smell delicious face on her. Thank you. That's sort of also the face that he's
1: wearing at this point. Like he's looking down at her. Sure. The. The face on him is so bizarre. Here, he's he's almost tender, and it says that we should also show. We must know when to be strong and when to show compassion.
0: Right, and I'm wondering what's going on here because he's shown very often to immediately know someone's nature or at least their intentions.
1: Yes, the the lieutenant even asks that of uh, of Christ. Is it true what they say that he can that he can sense your weaknesses or yeah. your, your intentions?
0: So, what are you? What do you think? Does he Ooh I don't know. It's like it clearly she's not going to kill everybody, so that's not gonna happen. I can't imagine what Scorpius' concept of compassion is, how he what he thinks of as being compassionate. Right? So either but he he's says being sarcastic or he's got some weird plan already, which I think is the latter.
1: words that he says is, sometimes we must give of ourselves. Right, which, again, <laughs> doesn't seem like him at all, unless he
0: thinks, like, ourselves is the crew. Like, you know, I you mean, know that would be the kind of thing that he would do, is like, you know, let her have some snack on some of the uh, the techs or something like that. That sounds yeah. like the kind of thing that uh, Ooh, Scorpius right. would be eagerly willing to sacrifice in order to have someone like Emily around. Very good. <laughs> Okay, right. quick note review. Yep. Did we miss anything? So one thing that I did want to note is, in the beginning we get a few lovely shots of Kreis' outfit and how you can see the, I don't know, I don't know if there's rubber parts of his breastplate or something where you can see the Peacekeeper I, logo yes, I know uh, laid you mean. out in. That was a, uh, I thought it was a very cool bit of uh, props or a uh, uniform or outfit, whatever you want to call it. Costume. Yes, because it's sort of like embossed on a piece of leather or plastic. Right. Yeah. We've actually seen
1: Aaron wear it as well. It, mm-hmm. it looks to be like the sort of rank patch. When she was dressing up to be uh, oh, to be a peacekeeper, yes. it's in rather 18. inconvenient.
0: That you kind of like have to lean in and like, sorry, why didn't you salute the general? Oh, the light was a bit dark; I couldn't <laughs> see the real on his breastplate. You know, it seems like you you want those things to be more obvious. I think maybe like the, the the position
1: and the, of course, the nature of your uniform in general. Like we've seen very, I won't say colorful, but very diverse uniforms among the uh, the peacekeepers. True, like huh? lots I, of splashes of red. So yeah. You'd probably have a better idea of someone's rank based on that, and then maybe this is sort of like the uh, the, the bars that uh, that right. yeah. commanding officers and generals yeah. wear, or maybe it's sort of like a Maori uh, uh, record of their of their accomplishments, almost as as poetry. They're sort of like
0: trophies. Oh yeah, I mean they seem to, well at least a uh, is a trophy keeper, so that might be a might be a, uh, a more generic thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I I liked the the cool little bit of sci-fi where pilots could stay in communication with Aaron while she was on board Boya. Ah, because
0: they had a laser link, yeah. yeah. Which I guess they must have with uh, Boya then. So Which because, requires line of sight, of course, but, but because, still. Yeah, uh, but it can't be intercepted either unless you're right in the middle. And they did say that they were not using their communications to, in order to keep their uh, signal output low.
1: Yep. Oh, and we also got to see the uh, the oil cartridge from the Pulse Pistol. Oh, yes, when, just before
0: Bernie gets the drop on... Uh, John and he gets the gun and he ah, threatens him with out. it and I'm going to shoot you with it and like you're not without the cartridge or not <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's a big old cartridge that one it is
1: she gives me a woody she gives you the willies she gives me a woody she gives you the willies. All right, now we have to have a lot of options for our Willies and Woodies.
0: Oh yes, that of course. I um, know, I know. We have so many segments. Oh dear, Woody. My Woody would definitely be towards the way they play the 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 swinging sentiment back and forth between who is the bad guy and. Oh, you don't the, like it? No, Woody, not Willie. Oh,
1: sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I, I that was kind of cool. Yeah, that, to have that. That,
0: that was like they, they do. They do it very well. They. Keep presenting a little bit more evidence how each side is like trying to paint the situation in their favor and the, uh, the reactions of the crew as well it's also very much oh now we know this and now oh suddenly we have to keep keep that in mind, and you can see of course, the general effect of that is that their trust level for either is bo- dropping constantly
1: yeah i mean uh, like ultimately this is this is a this is a plot that seems designed to make use of. Ideally, as few different locations as possible. Yes. So they can just have multiple confrontations, but there's a constant level of
0: of, of suspense. Mm-hmm. So, Willy? Willy, I didn't... I wasn't really willied out at any points during the... Even Bernie? Bernie, no. I mean, he was, like, creepy, but nothing. Not, not specifically so. Nothing that really freaked me out or yeah, I get wor- that. worried me. It's uh, just, like, I guess he was the villain in the end. He was certainly the one with the most... Uh, most self-interested one, and willing to like sacrifice whatever it took for that.
1: Yeah, I guess he's lucky that
0: uh, that Rigel wasn't down there. Ah,
1: Rigel's going to get my willy again for the same reason. Like he's still creeping on Chiana.
0: No yeah, way that's just weird. Uh, no idea what that what that makes for the plot. What the purpose of that is?
1: And the Woody goes to. Boya's, like, the interior is so Ah, glorious, like that set design.
0: Yeah, it is gorgeous. I hope we're going to see a lot more of that. I really hope that they're going to be uh, traipsing around with the little Boya playing around Moya and uh, having happy adventures in uh, so far. My lips are
1: sealed, (laughs) but you are
0: invited to make your
1: predictions for next episode, which is the finale
0: of the season. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, my prediction is that Boya is going to get uh, captured by the Peacekeepers and uh, taken away and they're going to have to, like, go after him to rescue Boya.
1: Oh, poor Boya. And
0: that might even be the cl- the season cliffhanger. That's my prediction for next time. Yeah,
1: around. yeah. yeah. You, do you want to wager anything on any of the characters?
0: Oh, that's always so random because it really depends on what the crisis of the week is going to be. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's uh, very hard to do. So I'm going to go with uh, Peacekeepers uh, and specifically, of course, um, Scorpius Scorpius are going to hatch some sort of plot which is going to lead to Boya getting captured and uh, kidnapped. Well, and that's the story so far, Skate! We'll see you next week with episode 122, uh, The Betrayal, in which an unexpected betrayal has the victim scrambling for a plan of escape while a custody battle forges unlikely friendships. And thank you, Boss Stitch, for that one.
1: Uh, yes, and also, very quickly, the title is actually Family oh, Ties. sorry, I got that wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So join us next week. Uh, in the meantime, you can find us at SoFarscape on Twitter and Facebook and on SoFarscape.com. I'm Kaki. I'm Kay. SoFarscape, so, so good.
0: <laughs>